Blog Talk Radio. This show is sponsored by CoventryCreations.com.
Good afternoon, everyone, and welcome to Keep It Magic. I am Jackie Smith, and I'm here with my just fantastic co-host, Storm Sestavani. And And uh, we have a treat for you today. Today on the radio show, we have Mama Star Cassis, and we're going to talk about just some great stuff. So get your pens and your pencils ready. You might, If you're um, listening to this on uh, archives, get your pause button ready because you have a lot of stuff to write down. Pick up the phone and give us a call if you have any questions for Ms. Star or you want to comment in a positive way on what we're talking about. The number is 760-539-3235. Hey, we love a challenge, but we don't like the other stuff. Hey, I don't mind. I want to hear the calling downs of all the spirits. (laughs) (laughs) While you're listening, make sure to check out our sponsor at CoventryCreations.com. If you have a problem in your life, whether it's love, romance, money, or you need to call the spirit down on somebody, we have a candle for that. To reach Storm off the air, you can go to PsychicFriendsNow.com or like his fan page on Facebook at Astro Gossip. To reach me off the air, you can go to CoventryCreations.com. And yes, I do do readings, so feel free to book one. And uh, you can check out our website for the show at KeepItMagic.com. And we all have Facebook fan pages. Love us up and find us, look for us, search for us, and you will know what's going on each and every week. So, Storm, are you ready? Um, I'm holla. (laughs) (laughs) I'm so ready for Star. I love Mama Star. I've worked with Mama Star. Mm -hmm. Mama Star is, like, wonderful. I'm... uh, uh, you know, uh, my experience with her was amazing, so I right. fully endorse her completely. She's as real as it gets. Yeah. And and I I just, you know, I met her a couple of years ago at the Folk Magic Festival, and I have to say when I first saw her, I just wasn't sure how to take this woman because I, I felt her and I saw her at the same time, and I was like, I don't even know if I can talk to her. <laughs> I'm just my ass over here for a minute. <laughs> now, Jackie, you took some classes with her in November, correct? I did. I did. Tell me about that particular experience because I think that people need to know that when you went in November on your way, you know, you're getting in your car and you're driving to the airport, um, that you weren't all down for this Bible stuff. <laughs> no, no, I'm a recovering Catholic. Um, and um, I realized that... Once I got to this class, and I, 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 I begrudgingly sat in on it, mm-hmm. and I said, "Well, you know what? I don't like this so much that I need to listen." And that's one of my go-to's. I know that if I have a major issue with something, that means that I have something to learn. It's going to challenge some some preconceived notion that I have. And and um, growing up Catholic, and I grew up in a liberal Catholic household, not a really strict Catholic household, so mm-hmm. there wasn't a lot of um, energy put into reading the Bible and what the Bible is about. So the little bit that I read, I wasn't I wasn't down with. And and the other thing is, is I lived a lot on the um, on the Bible gossip, shall we call it? <laughs> you know, the Bible says this and the Bible says that. Mm-hmm. And there's times when I read parts of it for myself, but I have to say I didn't do that often. I just bought into the gossip. Now, after meeting Mama Star um, and listening to her and and listening to her passion about everything that she does, and this was, you know, two years ago, as in 2010, the first time I met her, um, I had a new respect. I had a new respect for what it means to feel passionate about your faith. 
And I think that um, that sometimes what's missing when I work with clients, what's missing is that passion about your faith and about about the spirit, the spirit mm-hmm. of what it is to live and love and, and be a part of humanity. And I and and that is something that's absolutely beautiful in religion. Um, and some of it has negative connotations, and, and I understand that, but people have to be getting something amazing out of this. So that yeah. when I went to the class um, this last November in 2011, um, one of the things that struck me that I really came away with is prayer. Now, to me, prayer is when you connect with the divine. Prayer is about your your relationship with, with your higher source. And magic is about your um, how you manifest that on earth. So that's your conjure work, your hoodoo, your magic, your spell. But prayer is, is that connection, bringing the divine into your life for no other reason but for that connection. Uh-huh. So, so that's what I came back with is, is how we've lost, um, the, us folks that went away from standard traditional religions have lost the power of prayer. Just praying, just connecting, just having that communion with the divine. And that's one of the things that I came back with. And the other thing that I came back with is that, you know, this book is pretty old. Yeah. The Torah is pretty old. Whether, whatever version, you know, if you're using um, the Torah w- uh, or the Bible or, or what you're using, these have, this book has been used for prayer for so much, it's magic just by it being printed. Yeah. It's a spell just by it being printed, so... Um, there must I, be two something that's been published for 3,500 years. Yeah. So that's pretty impressive. Yeah. I mean, just just the energy behind it, and 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 of course, um, my friend Star has such a, a more passionate and eloquent way to to phrase it. And I know that um, one of my favorite sayings that, uh, that that I want her to extrapolate on is that wherever you put your Bible is where you put God's attention. Mm-hmm. So if you need his attention or you need divine's intention, attention somewhere, that's where you put your Bible. And I went, oh, that makes so much sense. Just that phrase right there was, was brilliant. And and when I came back to Michigan and I did uh, a couple months later, I did a Bible magic class and I brought her book out and, and I talked about a lot of what she said and, and what I learned. Um, it wasn't a class. It was a, a meet-up group. Mm-hmm. I have to say, I literally had to shut some people up because they were so offended that I would do this. Um, I had to say, you know what, I understand that you have a problem with this, but don't come to this class to, to stop this and to, to have have a problem with what I'm saying. I'd rather you come and bring um, some experience or bring something to this because I'm not denying who you are. Who you are in your spirituality, don't deny this. Mm-hmm. So there was just some amazing things that that storm brought to that class. Excuse me, Star, your storm. Yeah, I'm Storm. <laughs> Those She's two star. ST names that Star brought to that <laughs> class. But I did share with Storm, and what was the first thing I did? I started texting you, going, "Oh, this really connects with the Kabbalah work that, that yeah. you've been teaching me too." Well, you were texting me um, from right after your class mm-hmm. um, that you had with Star. And then, you know, when, of course, you got back, we talked about it. And, of course, you know, I talked to Star in 
um, December about some uh, personal issues I was having, and you know, I got off the phone with her, and I said, you know, I because of the bread of shame. You know, in Kabbalah we have the idea of the bread of shame, and uh, and bread of shame is uh, really when you receive something yet you didn't put forth any form of effort or pay for it, and then you told me about her um, uh, working with the Bible book. Mm-hmm. Um, so I went and got the book um, from Mama Star, and um, the the thing that I found as I was looking through it, I was so excited, Jackie, because it was actually a form of magic with my Kabbalistic background that I could actually connect to mm-hmm. in a profound sort of way without having to, you know, wiggle too much through, um, uh, uh, you know, through what it is that I've been raised with and, you know, what it is that I've chosen to, to study in uh, my adult years. And it was a connection that I don't necessarily get with paganism or uh, the, the Wiccan uh, um, ideals. Not that there's anything wrong with those ideals, but, uh, uh, you know, this is just something that I was able to deeply connect with. And I love it. I'm I'm super excited um, to have her on. So you ready to bring her back on? Yeah. Uh, okay. So here we go. And Mama Star, how are you? Welcome. Fabulous. How are you? I'm so happy to I'm have so you excited. here. Welcome. I can't Welcome hardly keep it feel. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we are really happy to have you on. And I and I again want to talk about how what you said in the class that I took in at the Folk Magic Festival in November about wherever you put your Bible is where God's attention goes. Exactly. Talk, talk to us a little bit about the magic of, of this whole process. Or actually, before you even do that, I have been negligent in my duties. Talk to us about who you are in Old Style Conjure. Well, Old South Condor is just a little bitty website. Um, I only have like about 200 pages, and it's mostly just information. Um, I do sell my products. I don't really push them. It's more about getting the information out there. Um, mm-hmm. I think that, that Condor work is important, and it needs to be kind of kept as pure as we can possibly keep it and and the Bible is a big part of that and I understand um, that some folks, I have a lot of pagans who are my students and um, I never push Christianity on anybody, everybody has a right to choose uh, the way they worship, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but it, but like I told y'all in that, in that class, don't throw the baby out with the bath water Right? Uh, Because the Bible is very powerful. And I mostly work with the Old Testament because that's what I was raised on. Um, And I just think that that there's so much uh, that can be done. And really, the the Bible has nothing to do with the churches, you know, Uh, with with these Christian people. Or they claim to be uh, Christian people the way that they treat folk. Um, I don't care what religion you are. Um, it's, it's just important that if you're going to work, then work with whatever's powerful. You know, you want to do your work, you want to be a success at it. Why would you waste your time spinning your wheels, um, taking the long way around when you can cut through the chase and boom, get the job done? <laughs> right? And where prayer goes, success follows. You know, and if you're if you're ill, 
You can heal yourself with the Bible, and and I did tell y'all that. You can cleanse yourself by brushing yourself off with the Bible. You will feel 100% better. Right. You you can do divination with the Bible, you know. Um, Ask a question. Open it. And and I don't know, um, I don't think I talked to y'all about that in the class, Uh, but when I do cleansings and people come here, um, that's one of the first things we do. Uh, I have them hold the Bible, uh, and they ask the question, you know, what's going on? Show me. Then they open the Bible, and wherever their eyes fall, nine times out of ten, that is the root of the issue. You know, I, um, if you open the Bible and you start reading about the walls of Jericho, then you definitely know you're blocked, right? Right. I mean, well, it's, we no, it. it's no ifs, ands, or buts about it. We did that in, in the class that you taught, and and I, I opened it up and I read about it, and I was like, oh, huh. That's funny. It was all about letting go. Right, y'all did do that. And yes. and then and then I said, well, what other what else can you tell me? And I opened up to another spot, and and what I read was, you do not test God. Right. <laughs> so quit asking so, questions. That's exactly what I was doing. I was like, well, let's see. What does it say? What can I open it anywhere and have it apply to me? And it came to, you should not test God. And I thought, oh, good lord. Right. <laughs> But you know, there's so, there's been so much done, okay, in the name of religion. I mean, honestly, mm-hmm. you know, right? Um, Till you can understand how people feel, right? But the thing is that uh, God didn't do that. The Bible didn't do that. People did that. And you know, I think conjure workers look at being a Christian and Christianity different than folks who claim to be Christian. And I say claim, and, and I don't mean to be ugly, but I'm very blunt. Um, I what, think most what folks go uh, to church not to hear about God or to have their prayers answered, but to see what their neighbor's up to. <laughs> right? Holla. <laughs> I know. I think you're a little right about that. I'm so more interested that... in the power of God and how it can help me in my work to help people that need my help, right? Right. Mm-hmm. Right. And so, so what the, do you think? The Bible is full, baby, of all kind of stuff uh, that can help you in any type of situation. I don't really care what people do, right? What do you think about what I said earlier in the show? I don't know if you were able to hear it. Um, when I said, you know, people were asking me what the, what's the difference between prayer work and spell work, and I said the the thing I came home with from New Orleans is that prayer is about your relationship with the divine, your relationship with God. I um, think it's a combination that, of a few things. One, okay. it has to be your faith. You, you know, no matter if you do spell work, you do conjure work, no matter what type of spiritual work that you do, the very first thing that is going to make you be a total success is that you know you're going to be a total success. 
Yeah. And you've taken enough of my classes, Jackie, that you know that is one of the most important things that any type of worker, spiritual worker, they have to know that the minute that they decide that they're going to do this job, that it's going to be a total success. Whether it's a cleansing, a healing, uh, money work, separation work, no matter what type of work it is, the minute that seed was planted, it's a success. And all you're doing is going through the motions to make sure it's a success. Remember the hammer, Jackie? Yep. What you're doing is you're hammering. You already acknowledge you're successful. Uh, the work is a success. You have did your petitions. You've done your prayer. You've done everything. Uh, you've got your visuals going. And all you're doing now is just hammering on what you already knew was positive and was a done deal. So when you have a client who is not confident that they're going to be successful. i got enough confidence for me, them, and 50 other people. <laughs> In my work. In my, I, I'm a perfectionist whenever it comes to conjure work. In my life, okay. I'm not. I'm a Leo, you know. I'm a, I'm in my work. <laughs> and I don't fail in my work. I will just keep going and going and going until I get it done. If there's a wall, okay. it's meant to be tore down. If there's a roadblock, drive through it. <laughs> With your Big Mac truck. Well, yeah, spiritual Mac truck. Yeah, yes. and I do have. It seems like to answer your question, I draw. Lord, clients, I love you each and every one, but I draw clients that seem to not have uh, starting out, now finishing, mm-hmm. baby. They think they're all that in a bag of chips, but <laughs> starting out, most of them do not know their self-worth. Right. And so that's where cleansing comes in. And that's where power work comes in, you know, and building your power up. I have a lot of clients like that. Is there there a place in the Bible, is there a spell in the Bible that you, you go to to help them increase their personal power? No. Confidence? You know, you know the most famous piece of the Bible uh, it's Psalms 23, the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. Everybody needs mm-hmm. to have that tattooed over their forehead for the simple fact that those words right there tell you that you will never want for anything. So uh, I have this little thing that I do with, with folks who need their confidence built up right. First mm-hmm. of all, if it's women, you got to have Jezebel roots. You know, Jezebel is a woman's power. And I think I talked about that in one of my classes. Uh, yep. You have to have power. So Jezebel root, uh, and I hope you don't mind me giving you recipes. Oh, I love it. Keep going. I okay. told everybody Jezebel to get their pen and paper out. Root, right, because of power. Solomon's seal for wisdom. Power is no good if you don't have wisdom, right? Uh, mm-hmm. You can have all the power in the world, uh, but it sucks to be dumb if you don't know what to do with it. <laughs> you need some lavender to soothe. You know, lavender, people think that lavender is really 
this little soft herb. It's not. Lavender is very soothing um, and gentle when you need it, right? Uh, You definitely need some lovage because you have to have self-love. And that is one of the first herbs I ever started working with a long time ago when I was in my 20s um, because it helps you to love yourself. No one's perfect, right? The the right. thing is that we convince ourselves that we're that we're we're right and and we're good and folks who have been beaten down they need that so they need that self love. Um and then some master of the woods, um, master of the woods again is for mastery and power, but it also has um I I won't call like a sweetening effect because that's not it. I don't exactly know how to explain it, but it needs to be put in this recipe. And then I will have them do a medicine bottle with these roots and herbs, take a photo of themselves after a cleansing first, though, of course, because you don't want to lock yourself down if you have all this stuff on you. So a quick brush down uh, with a chicken foot or a candle, then light it, you know, clean yourself off, then take your photo, put it in a medicine bottle with these roots and herbs, put you some syrup in there. And then you're going to write your petition and you're going to burn it to ash because the fire adds heat to the prayer, right? Um, And your petition is that you want to love yourself. We all have to have self-love. When you have self-love, you have power. Explain you, again, and my mama, our, our whole lives, my mama, she just programmed us from little children. Nobody can love you like you love yourself. And that's, that that's is what, right, that is what, and not to be in a conceited way, but just to be thankful that you're you. Everybody has special gifts. And I was lucky <laughs> to be raised with a mother who was not only spiritual, uh, but she believed uh, that each one of her children had special gifts uh, that would carry them through life. But the one and foremost, I would say, important thing that she taught us was, number one, to love ourselves, and number two, to always be good to people, uh, no matter what. Because my mama used to always tell us, you don't know what's going on in somebody else's house. What they put out in front of the world is not necessarily what's really going on. So you have to always look a little deeper. So when I'm helping these clients that are, I say beat down because they are, they have no self-confidence, no self-esteem, things have happened in their life and it's just been built up and we're putting these bottles together I always think of that. And then I just pray, you know, God, lead me in the right direction to say what I need to say to this person because not all people are the same. And you put that bottle together and you actually heat that bottle up because the syrup runs uh, freely, right? It it runs quick. And if you put it in some warm, put your bottle in just a glass of warm water and heat it up, when you're shaking the bottle and working it, it makes it easy for everything to move around. Explain when you're what, doing what a medicine work like bottle that, is. you have to keep it moving. You don't right. want to leave it right. sitting there. So that's step one. Step two is every morning when you get up 
and you go to the bathroom to clean your face and then get ready for your day, you look in that mirror and you say, I love myself. Nobody loves me like I love me. I'm perfect for me. See, you have to learn that you have to be perfect for yourself uh, because you're never going to fit everybody else's mold of what they want you to be. So it's most important that you're perfect for you and and you be right. your own mold. Love yourself good. Sweeten yourself up. Success is totally going to be yours because you deserve it. And that's one thing folks need to understand is you deserve. I, I've never been jealous of people because my mama always told us that you can have anything that you want and you deserve it. But if someone else has something to be joyful for them and be thankful that they have whatever they want, it's never going to be the same thing that you want. And if it is, then you need to work towards yourself um, to get what it is that you want because there's no place in life for jealousy. It's a waste of time. <laughs> I feel like I'm rattling. <laughs> no, you have some wise words. I love it. I love it. You know, what I do want to talk about is a medicine bottle. Now. That's pretty unique to you and your practice. I haven't heard that oh, from anyone no. else. No, no, old workers use it, baby. Old so workers. Tell, tell us about it. Okay, medicine now, and I've been talking about this. I have tried my best to find out why. You know, sometimes I, I was bad about that when I was a kid, and I'd ask my mama why, and she'd say because I said so. That's why. You know, there's no <laughs> other reason but because I told you to do it, right? Uh, but mm-hmm. I have asked Miss Doris, I asked Mr. Robert, I asked Mimi, I have asked everybody why the medicine bottle, because, Jackie, these little bottles have power. I don't know what it is. Mr. Robert says that it's because medicine makes you That's what I got out of him. Everybody else I've just gotten because it's just what you use, you know? Because medicine makes you better. Right. I love it. Makes you better, well, right? Right, I love I love that idea because um I have um I've done that at, since since the class I just had an old medicine bottle actually it was a vitamin bottle and and I used it for energy for a spell for and energy it for myself. It's it has worked quite well. Put energy you know, you know so I have I've an old vitamin jars. bottle because it already I, has it you know. Right, I've used jars and I've used medicine bottles for. Mm-hmm. For me, I will never say my way is the only way. You'll never hear that out of my mouth. But I know that for me personally, the medicine bottle works better. It works faster. You know, the coolest thing happened the other day, and I blogged about this on my Old South Condor blog. I had this, my daughter brought this girl here. Um uh, because, you know, here is not like on the Internet. On the Internet, you see my phone number, you call. Uh, here, absolutely not. If if uh, somebody doesn't know, know uh, me, you don't come here. That's just, just the way it is. That's the way I've always worked, you know, mm-hmm. out, of, out of the house, in-house. Um, and so my daughter was like, Mom, she had asked me a few days earlier, about this little girl, and I was like, well, you know, we'll see how the, you know, how the schedule is. Well, just so happened God must have meant for me to see this little girl. Um, Dr. Lovebug was over here, um, and 
him and my daughter went to get something for us to eat. It was lunchtime. And he came in, and my daughter wasn't in. And I was like, where's she at? And he goes, oh, she's outside talking to some girls. And I was like, okay. I mean, Jackie, you know me. I mean, you've <laughs> met me in person. You you know you know how I am, right? Um, mm-hmm. and so I walked out there, and I wanted to see what was going on. So I just stood there watching and listening, right? Um, and I figured this was the little girl. So I, I go ahead and I say, you know, y'all come on in. We sat at the table and um, I laid the cards out, you know, to see what was going on for her. And we did this medicine bottle. Jackie, I swear to Jesus, this this was the, the quickest. Now, I've had work, work fast before, but this was the quickest. I wasn't even through shaking that bottle. Until her man called her, and she hadn't heard from him. He wouldn't answer the calls. She's expecting a baby. Her baby's due any time. Mm-hmm. They already have three or four other kids. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, my Lord. You know, that that was truly, I was shocked. And she wow. was like, oh, my goodness. And she was so nervous till she ignored his call. And I was like, oh, Lord, you know, and it, it threw me off. But those little medicine bottles, they just work real fast. I don't know what it is about it, but it works. So when you talked about putting together this medicine bottle for self-confidence, especially for women, yes. you said to burn your petition to ash yes. and then put that in the medicine bottle, correct? Right. Okay. My mama, and, I'm not sure why uh, she did it, but I know why I do it. Uh, the first time that I burned anything um, was after my mama had passed. Um, and my whole life I've seen her, you know, saw her burn things to ash and take the ash and use it, right? Um, mm-hmm. There's a power, and you can test it yourself. You know, I believe in testing things. I don't do anything gullible, right? And I want right. telework. Um, all my, my books, all my writings, all that is stuff that I've done myself that I know works. But you can mm-hmm. take a bottle and do one where you don't burn it to ash, then do the same ingredients and everything, then do one where you do burn it to ash, and take your pendulum, um, and if you don't have a pendulum, just go get you a boat and tie you a red cotton string on that and run some cool water over it, and boom, you got you a good working pendulum. And test the power in them. Right. And see uh-huh. which one moves will move the pendulum the most. And I promise, I could almost bet you, if I was a betting woman, that the one with the ash is going to move the harder. You know, it's going to move the fastest back and forth. Yep. It's I'm going to do that. It's about the combination of the fire, I think. Right. We are going to take a quick break. And then we're going to come back on the other side. We're going to talk about some more Bible magic and and some of the amazing stuff we've done together. So everybody, hold on. Do not touch that dial. Check out our sponsor, CoventryCreations.com, or go on go on and check out uh, OldStyleConjure.com and see all the other stuff that Miss Star has to say. Fell down on my knees 
Welcome back to Keep It Magic, and you are listening to Robert Johnson, Crossroad Blues. If you don't know who Robert Johnson is, he is the famous blues musician who is reputed to have sold his soul to the devil at the crossroads, which is a great hoodoo uh, story. And um, it's worth a look-see if if you're ever interested in seeing what blues and hoodoo has to do with each other. I'm Jackie Smith, and I'm here with my co-host Storm Sestivani. So give us a call. The number is 760-539-3235. And we are talking to uh, my favorite, favorite conjure woman, Miss Star Cassis. And um, I met Star at uh, the Traditional Folk Magic Festival. And, and if any of you are interested in learning more about hoodoo and conjure and you want to do it with a bunch of like-minded people, it's a good place to go. Because last year, last November, I took the... Um, Packing Your Bible Toolbox class with Star and Orion Foxwood. And we did an amazing thing during that class. We created prayer cloths and, uh, with olive oil. And Star, that was such an amazing experience. I had, I had kind of sprained my foot walking around uh, the French Quarter. And I put this prayer cloth that we made in class on my foot. And I was good to go by the end of the class. Right. Yep, that was pretty amazing. So tell us, tell us what, how we did that. Tell everybody how we created, how someone can create their own prayer cloth. Uh, basically, what what you're doing is you're just you're pulling the spirit down, and the way you do that is through prayer. Um, and I will, and and it de- I guess it depends on the person and their religious background. But I personally, when I do that, when me and Orion did that, what we did was call the power of God down into that cloth. And when you dress the cloth, you're feeding it, right? Um, as as conjure workers, we all know that anything that you prepare has to be fed. Um, and you just pray over it in the cloth. Well, actually, the way you tell 
um, when they have enough power in them is that you're holding it in your hands, one hand on top of the other one in the cloth in the center, and the cloth will start to get warm and start to heat up. Um, and those cloths are used for cleansing, uh, for extra power, uh, for healing, um, because they do have the power of God pulled down into them. Right. They're wonderful for protection, too. When you're yes. walking around, protection. keep it right in your pocket. <laughs> yes, yes. And for any type of illness to sleep with, if if you're being attacked at night, um, you can put it inside your pillowcase and it will protect your head while you sleep. Um, because I was taught that uh, as a young worker that there are um, three places that we are most hit at. One is in the head, the bottom of the feet, and the back of the neck. So if someone throw a mark at you, those places should be covered, and especially not when you're sleeping, when you're defenseless. Right, right. The other one I was taught um, over and over again is your genitals. That's yes. another, because that's where a lot of insecurities and stuff come in. Just just to throw another spot on the body for you. <laughs> Sounds good to me, girl. Protect it. A lot of our decisions come right from that place, huh? <laughs> that's When I was young, I could probably say, yeah, now, no. I think about other things now. <laughs> other things are more important now. I, and, you know, I, I get a, all seriousness, though. Um, we have to put ourselves first, right? You know, right. no matter what it is that we think that we want or we think that we have to have, what we really have to do first is put ourselves first. Yes. I was thinking about this this morning. You know, I've come a long way since I was a young girl, right? I've right. come a long way since I was... Uh, 17, almost 18 years old, and learned how to burn my first candle. A lot of things have happened. And I got to thinking about it, and I was thinking, you know, my life could have been so different, right, if I would have made different choices. So it's, it's all about our choices. And we are what we decide we're going to be, Right. Right. If you decide you're going to be run down, you're going to be run down. If you decide that you're not going to take that bull crap no more and you stand up for yourself and you do the right things to help improve your life, then you can only go forward. I don't even know why I was thinking about all that stuff this morning. God well, might be I'm getting old. Uh, that's, the, that's what taking care of yourself first is. It's not about... Well, you know, you're going to be the first one um, to get the piece of chicken off the chicken. Um, that no. goes back to my childhood. That, that no. When I came from a family of nine, and it went from, you know, father on down, mm-hmm. <laughs> who gets the chicken. So anyway, right. um, but but it's not about, you know, I'm going to I'm gonna do all this. I'm going to make sure that, that I have my Mercedes before you have yours. No, it's no, really it's about, about that. It's about, right, it's about saying, I'm going to make sure that my my I'm straight with myself. Yes. I'm going to make sure that my values are are kept before I worry about keeping somebody else's values. Right. And and you and, know Jackie and I've run into this quite a lot um since I've been on the internet. What you know what does it hurt 
to really to step aside and let somebody else shine, right? Right. Do you have to be in the limelight all the time? Does that really draw people to you, or does it draw crap to you that you really don't need? Well, we we all know drama attracts drama, right? Right. And so I'm, I'm kind of boring. Care, right? Taking care of ourselves spiritually is sometimes made, like you said, we don't get the biggest piece of chicken. And maybe right. that doesn't hurt anything. Because right. maybe we've stepped back and let someone else have that piece of chicken so another piece can come to us that's even larger. Right? Exactly. Exactly. So, And to me, that's, a- that is what taking care of yourself is. Yes, you feel secure. And, and you know, Jackie, and I want to say this, because a lot of my work deals with women, right? Mm-hmm. Their issues and stuff like that. But there are guys out there who are dealing with the same issues. You just don't hear about it as much, right? <laughs> they True, they're they're trying to keep it, it undercover. Um, <laughs> but I'm a living testament of that. <laughs> right? But it's true, you know? And so we all in our world, in our space, need to build up our confidence. And that's not being conceited and thinking that you're all that, Right? It's mm-hmm. being secure within yourself and knowing that you can have whatever you want and you deserve it. If well, you my, can get my, it, you deserve it. One of my personal tells to say, am I taking care of myself or am I trying to, is, or is my ego trying to get into the limelight? Mm-hmm. Is, is am I working towards this in a spirit of competition or in a spirit of celebration? Right. So, so that's that's my little that's my little measurement. It's because you know sometimes I come out going, wait a minute, what are they doing? I know I can do it better, and that's in the spirit of competition. Right. That's it. That's an I've got to be better than you. So that's when I need to take my inventory and say, okay, hang on, what am I doing? Because then now I can just hang back. Yeah, and, I call that shaking the shit out of myself when I get like that. <laughs> uh, because with me being a Leo, you know uh-huh. I have. To Keep a tight rein on myself. And and I'm being honest. I'm telling the truth uh, because I know what I can do, right? And I Mm -hmm. know how to do what I have to do. But the thing is, do I have to shove it in people's faces? No, absolutely not. Um, So whenever I start getting what I call that Leo mentality, I have to give myself a good shake and say, hey, wait a minute here, old girl, now. We're not going to do that, you know. Right. We're moving along just fine. Uh, right. You know you're the best, so you don't have to put it in everybody's faces or prove it, right? Right. And that goes well, along what... again with being self-confident. You have to know you're the best. You have to know. Storm has to know. We all have to know that we're the best. Now, whether you shout it out to the world or not, that depends on your own personality. Don't uh, you feel don't you feel sometimes when you know you're the best, you don't have to tell a soul. Exactly. 
And I try to keep myself on that level because, like I said, I am a Leo, and I'm a full-blooded Leo, baby. I'm, I mean, <laughs> I just I am, and I know I am. And my mama, uh, bless her heart, and thank God for her because my whole life, you know, because I, I guess I thought I was full of myself when I was young, you know. I thought I was all that. And she would uh-huh. tell me, um, pretty is as pretty does, ugly is as ugly was. And pretty fades away, you know, ugly holds its own, and you're just stuck there with it. So watch what you're doing, girl. You know, Wait, she would tell what me. You do is, what you do is who you are. What exactly. You, who you, are. you know, and so, I'm not I'm not real competitive where uh, uh, conjure work is concerned. And, well, everybody knows that. You know, I'm I'm laid back, but I'm laid back for a reason, uh, because I'm not going to let that devil get on my shirt tail. See, and, that's and there's, not what's there's important to me. There's something what's that important happens, I think, to me is teaching folks, you right. know. In, in every and, magical community, and, and it's not just conjure or paganism or Wicca, but every community where there's, um, where your your abilities rest on on, I guess, your connection, how you connect with the rest of the world, because there's no... You, there's no test to take to say that you're right that you're better than somebody else or that you know you're you're a genius a mathematician in mm-hmm. this in this magical spiritual world mm-hmm. so i think in 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 this in this world it's so easy to get caught up in the i'm better than you mm-hmm. or you're um um you don't know what you're talking about or you're just stealing somebody else's stuff and it's so easy to to watch that play out i and get so t- Seeing that bullshit. I, I mean, really. We and need hell to. Yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry, and y'all. One of the things. I mean, I've I've been I've been um, before the internet. Thank goodness before Facebook and all this stuff. But I had, I've I've been in in that hot spot myself. And and you can try and fight back. You can try and and you know do all that stuff or take them down or 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 have your little witch war. But I got to tell you what. It takes two to have a witch war. Yep. And usually the other person burns themselves out if you just shut up and let them do whatever the hell they're going to do. That's right. And you know what, Jackie? My mama used to tell us a dog that'll carry a bone or bring a, do- uh, bring a bone, right? So if they're, if they're uh, talking bad about someone, then they brought that bone themselves, you know? That information mm-hmm. came from somewhere. I try not to get into stuff like that unless it absolutely concerns me. And sometimes I'll just ignore it because I don't mm-hmm. want to be bothered with it, really. Oh, no, I'm not interested. Right? Right. So I don't no. care uh, because what's more important is talking about this work, you know, helping right. each other understand how we can each better our lives, how we can each have our own personal power in our own personal space, and be good at it and know that we're the best. You don't have to prove it to nobody else as long as you know you know that, that you're the best. I yeah. that, that's how I look at it. I just I just don't I don't have to prove anything to anybody. <laughs> now in your you're right, because it's all in your books. Now in your books <laughs> in Or your in my book, ego you talk about way, 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 way in the back back there somewhere. <laughs> um, you talk about, because it just goes along with some of the stuff we're talking about, 
in your work you have um the fiery wall of protection work mhm um and and um and i'm i just had it open to it and i set the book down and it closed on me um tell tell us a little bit i i love the fiery wall of protection i i do i i do i i have a product to buy that but tell us a little bit more about how we work with the bible with that one Okay, you know, with St. Michael, because St. Michael is a warrior, and St. Michael is one of, one of the saints um, that I was raised up hearing about, right? Uh, because he's a, he is a warrior. Uh, my mother, uh, I don't know how to say that without insulting somebody, so I'm not going to say it. But anyway, St. Michael was one of the saints that, that we grew up on, um, along with Moses. Um, and and everybody knows uh, that St. Michael held the demon down, right? Held him underneath his feet. So when you're doing the fire wall of protection, there is a couple of ways. Um, and I know I put it in my, um, in my Bible book, uh, but I'm going to give you something that you've already, that you already know about. So let's have something different. Since firewall protection is hot, there's a couple of different ways that you can you can do that work. You can take two of St. Michael's prayer cards. I don't think that's the one I gave in the book. Uh, no, and you can put no. your photo in between those two cards, right? And the card mm-hmm. is facing outward. And you can take some red string cotton. I prefer cotton. I don't like uh, synthetic. And what you're going to do is you're going to make a packet out of that set of cards. So you're inside. St. Michael is in the back of you and in the front of you. And the whole time that you're wrapping this into a packet, you're going to wrap the cards into a packet, you're wrapping towards you, and you're petitioning St. Michael. When you're petitioning him, you not only want him on the back, the front, you also want him on the left and the right of you. And you want Mm -hmm. him to use that sword to protect you. And you want him to keep your enemies down under his foot like he did the demon. So when you're making uh, your passes with your string, locking your work down because that's what you're doing, nailing it down as you're uh, wrapping it, you're you're saying that petition, St. Michael. And I'll say I call on the power of St. Michael. I'm St. Michael. I ask that you stand in front of me, behind me, left and right, protect me, keep my enemies under your feet like you did the demon, St. Michael, and I just keep repeating it, and I wound. And, Jackie, we did the packet class, so you kind of know what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. So you're going one way, then you turn your cards, and you're going the other way, and you're crossing that thread on top of each other, and it is actually making a cross. Everybody knows that a cross nails down the work. So you are actually nailing yourself down in between this packet uh, with St. Michael holding on to you. And then you can take this and you can put it in a setup of either uh, red candles, uh, top, bottom, right, left, or you can do you a circle. And and the circle is really powerful because it's never ended. So there's no uh, there's no open spaces in it. I mean, I would for the circle, I would use seven candles. 
And it can be stick okay. candles. It can be glass candles. It doesn't matter. If it sticks, then you have to watch it. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I'll take that packet, and if you lift it up, my statue of St. Michael, you would find my packet exactly like what I'm telling you. It's sitting now, right under there. It's been there for uh, 20 years, I guess. Well, that, that is my. That was my next question. Is that something that you would um, keep rolling all the time? But if you have your Saint Michael and you're going to put your packet underneath your candle, you're all set then. Just keep yep, it rolling. You, you and then every once in a while, I'll take it out. Like like if I feel like I, like things are going haywire, you know, like if too much stuff is getting in, right? I'll take mm-hmm. it out and refresh it. I'll sprinkle water on it. Um, it doesn't necessarily have to be holy water. I'll run water in the faucet um, and just take some in my hand and just sprinkle it on it, refresh it, um, dress it with some oil, uh, and set it back up in the candle setup. Gotcha. And while we're talking about let, uh, St. Michael, let's talk about this. Now, we've done talked about how to protect yourself, but if someone gives you a reason why you have to do that kind of work, you can take them, and you can actually get you a little knife. I have a sword uh, that I pulled down the Spirit of St. Michael in, um, and, of course, it's his sword. I work with it. Um, but you can take their photo, and you can actually take that knife that you dedicated to St. Michael and ask him to uh, fill with his power and actually score them with that knife which means you stab the knife in their photo or in their petition paper uh, with their name on it, whatever it is, and you call Mm -hmm. St. Michael, and they then become uh, the demon that he held under his feet. He leaves you there until, one, they decide to leave you alone, or two, you decide to let them up. And then with that, Uh I would put them in a cross. And, yes, if okay. you looked on my altar, you would probably find a few of those. Uh, with now, now, Storm, in some of the Kabbalah magic that, mm-hmm. that you've been studying, is there is, is there some similarities? Well, one of the things that we do uh, in regards to protection from evil, which is actually the circle that, that Mama Star was talking about, is that we wear red string, meaning that we wrap the string around our left wrist and we tie seven knots in the string. Um, uh, uh, <laughs> and um, we say a prayer over this particular string And what it does is that it, it protects you from evil eye from outside forces So it's the same red string Wow, and, and you I'll have be a, a number And you know, I yeah. hate to admit this Because I don't like sounding dumb You know, my Leo pride and everything But I didn't even know what Kabbalah was I, I looked uh, on, the, on the radio show and I saw that and I was like Kabbalah, what is that? So I put it in the search engine, and I found it. Um, But it's amazing how it's intertwined. (laughs) Kind of scary, ain't it? Yeah. I know, I know. It's it's really it, it just it just boggles my mind. I listen to you, and then I tell Storm, and then Storm would tell me the Kabbalah equivalent, and I'm like, no kidding. But we have to take another quick break. So do not touch that dial. Do not flip over to Facebook or anything like that. Keep listening. 
because we're just going to give you another uh, Coco Robo Show song, um, our friend from uh, from uh, the Folk Magic Festival. And uh, we will come back. We have some more hot magic tips, and maybe we can uh, take a call or two. So do not touch that dial. I went down to the crossroads I fell down on my knees mm. Went out there by the crossroads, y'all Had a feeling that it brought me to my knees I just asked the Lord but for mercy Help me if you please. Way out there in the crossroads, I try to flag a ride. What happened? Died the crossroads, trying to flag a ride. Ain't gonna be like nobody seems to know me. Everybody passed me by. I'm going down. I'm gonna try to get down that road there. Keep my ride by my side. Oh, you know, I heard there's something going on there in New York. Ride by my side. They say you can still bear out, baby. Cause it's right there on the on the riverside. Oh, you can run, you can run, you can run. Tell my good friend Willie Brown. Pacific time and every hour in between. You know you don't want to miss us, so make sure you hit the like button at the top of the page on Blog Talk Radio so you get notification of when we're about to be on. You can also find the archives of this show on iTunes. Just give a quick search of Keep It Magic. And we love it when you go to keepitmagic.com and listen to our archives there too. Um, and we just we're gonna make it as easy as possible to listen to the show over and over and over again because this is one of those that you're going to have to listen to again and get all these great notes of what's going on. So this show is sponsored by CoventryCreations.com, and we Coventry makes it possible for us to do this show, so make sure you buy a few candles from them. And while you're at it and you got your platinum card out, 
then head over to Old Style Conjure, and if you have any problems, you know Mama Star can help you with that too. Because she can, can she, Storm? Yes, she can, with the quickness. Yeah. Um. <laughs> with with much with much quickness, and uh, Mama Star, you are quick with what you do, aren't you? Your stuff works right away. Uh, most of the time, I wouldn't. I'm not being perfect or nothing, but I'll hammer that nail in. <laughs> There's no 24-hour guarantee. Is that what you're saying? Well, I try to do the best that I can do. Right. Well, you it know. looks like we we have a caller who um, is calling in twice. I think they're so desperate to give us a give us a talking to. Are we brave enough to take them on? Oh yeah. As long as it ain't none of that sure. funny stuff, or they're gonna get the call. Right <laughs> oh, mama, I'll handle them if they come on. You'll see it from the pro. Because <laughs> <laughs> apparently Storm is so enamored with you, he's getting a southern on right now. So. Right. Um, <laughs> Three two one area code three two one. You are on the air. Do you have a question for um, Star Cassis? Three two one. Honey. Okay. Well, we're all set with that. We we we. They're not there. They are not listening. So there we go. Oh, bless her heart. Oh uh, no. Well, we're just going to move on to some more magic. No, you talked about. Oh, I know. Some good conjure. You talked about how you have, you know, Michael, um, your your protection packet under your Michael, uh, Archangel Michael candle. Is there mm-hmm. anything else that you would recommend to people? Like, say, say somebody who, um, not just me, but somebody who has a business. Do you like have an on help them to create an ongoing thing with that? Um, you um, can or maybe for marriage. But you know what, Jackie? For your business, I would put it in marriage. Uh, just two flat mirrors, preferably round, um, because, uh, like I said, the circle is never ended. And you know, when you when you put something within a circle, it can't get out, and nothing can get in. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, so what would you do with the mirrors? Um, How would I would you do take. That? Well, this is what I've done. Um, I. Uh, Printed out my like my front page of my website. Of course, I mm-hmm. gotta have ash. I'm sorry. Everything that I do, I burn it. Uh, whether it's my photo or whatever I'm working on. I mean, I t- I took that and burnt it to ash. Took uh, my own photo. Of course, cleaned myself off. I'm a firm believer of that. I'm not locking nothing down in my work. Right? That's not supposed right. to be there. Um. Right. And I, I burnt that to ash. I'm mean, put it in there, and then I have this little money mix thing um, that I use for uh, prosperity work. Uh, and it has little dollar symbols, and it has uh, shredded money. And I took some, st- and I can never remember the name of that stuff. Hodgepodge, that's it. Mm-hmm. And I put it on. Um, and when I do mirror packets for clients, I do it the same way. I put the hodgepodge on each side of the mirror and sprinkled uh, on both sides, right? You put it good and thick, and then you pray over that. And I set that up into a uh, setup of the cross, right, uh, because I want the protection. Let the candles burn, and I use tea lights for that, just for the setup, just to pull spirit down and uh, into the backs of the mirrors, because you are using the back, not the front. 
The front is what deflects. Um, and once those tea lights burn burn out, put you a little more hodgepodge because it's going to dry. And mm-hmm. I will, if it's for me personally, I'll take a little hair out of the crown of my head. Like if you could break my mirrors open, you'd see that there's some of my hair, and it came from the crown of my head uh, because I was taught that that's your PowerPoint. Um, that's where okay. uh, all your power starts um, is in the crown of your head. Uh, and put that in there and then put them together. And then again, you're going to take your red cotton string and you're going to bind them, okay? You're binding your good luck with inside of this packet. It can't get out and nothing can get in because the mirror's going to stop anything from messing uh, with your money. And and you wrap it in your senior petition. You can call on St. Uh, Michael uh, if you want to. For this, I usually will work with Mother Ross and White Eagle or with the Trinity. So uh, we'll go with the Trinity. You you wrap it, you know, and you, you call on uh, God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit, and you know he really is all one. Um, and you're asking them to learn, lend you protection, but to also give you prosperity because that's God's promise to us. Asking you shall receive. And so while I'm rapping, I'll just talk and, and pray and say my petition. And then, of course, you turn it and you wrap it again so you've got your cross. Then I'll take, uh, the, I have an old photo of, of the Trinity. And, um, I'll set my work on there and then put my visuals either around it in a circle or in a triangle. The triangle works really good with this. Um, and I'll uh, put a red candle at the top because I was taught that red represents the blood of Jesus. So always red at the top, purple on the left for power, and either blue or green for prosperity. Uh, That's right. You use you use blue for prosperity, don't you? Yes, and it works really well too. Blue works really good, and I think the reason is is that uh, yellow and green make blue. Uh, <laughs> no, right? When blue you're looking green. at at yellow, yellow represents the sun, and I don't know if that's uh, because I'm a Leo again, but to me, yellow represents gold. I see money, right? I don't use it very often, yellow, uh, but I use the heck out of some blue. Uh, And then you light those and you say your petition. You can light a tea light in the center on top of your packet because that is now a packet. Uh, And I'll wrap it up and keep it. Um, Mirrors are also good in your windows, you know, to keep things out of your house, out of your workspace. If you look so in my put, windows, you're going to find a mirror um, in the one. <laughs> the mirror right? that you put, um, the mirror that you put the, um, um, the the prosperity spell in. Where would you put that? Would you put that one in your window? No, that one I have on my desk. Okay, so I have it on my put, desk, my computer, in my office. So you, okay, I love it. And because so what that you're one doing you want your, to continue burning on, baby. See, right. once, you, once you get it built up, right, you've got it in your triangle set up, it's burnt, uh, you've, you've went, and, and really 
to really make it powerful, you need to go like three times a day and say your petition over. Push your breath down in the center of that triangle um, mm-hmm. into that packet. And then you set it on your desk. Um, I burn on mine um, at least at least three times a week uh, because right. I want protection, but I also want my business to flow, right? Right. Um, and right. then you just work it just like you would work anything else. That is, I have that is the best, the most unique prosperity spell I've ever prosperity and protection. I love it. That I have, that's brand new for me. I love it. Now, I love Mama, it. what size mirrors do you use? Well, I go to uh, Michaels or uh, Hobby Lobby, and you know they have all different sizes there. I try to get the one that's a little bigger uh, than the bottom of a, a candle, a glass candle. Okay. Okay. That seems to work better um, for that. And, you know, you can also use the square ones. I just, and and if you use the square ones, then you're still going to, you're going to do the cross setup um, for those. But really the round ones, uh, because the circle is never ending and you can't get out, you know, and then you're kind of like doing double the work. Uh, because you've, you've put your prayers and your petition inside, you've locked it down. Then you're wrapping it with your with your thread, um, and you're nailing it down again. Mhm. Yep. There's so much great work you have in um, your old style conjuring, working with the Bible book, and um, you even have in here love drawing, which is there's and, and honey jar work and stuff, and that's from. Um, the Song of Solomon. The, the Song of Solomon. So yes. um that's that's some good work right there too. I was reading through that. And you know, day. there's only eight chapters in the Song of Solomon, right? And if you look okay. if uh, I'm getting my Bible. Uh let me find out the Bibles. I love this. Right? <laughs> if you look in the Song of Solomon, there's eight uh little chapters there and each if you read them, one will tell you how to draw somebody back that's left. I don't know if I put that in the Bible book or not. Um, and one will tell you how to actually make a honey jar. Did you know that, Jackie? Did you see that one? I did. I was looking at that. Right. It and gives I... you the instructions. Um, oh, I'm all the way in Isaiah. Lord, I love the book of Isaiah. Let me get out of Isaiah. Me too, girl. Me too. Right? You like Isaiah? I love me some Isaiah. Mm. Oh, I have to tell y'all this. I went to Walmart the other day, and I don't. Uh, something was going on. I don't know what it was, um, but uh, it wasn't good. And I was getting these plants uh, because I've been working in my garden. And the little guy that checked me out, his name was Isaiah, spelled just like it is in the Bible. And I was like, is that really your name? He goes, yes. And I instantly said, okay, Lord, you don't got to knock me out. I get your message loud and clear. I mean, how many people are you going to run into whose name is Isaiah and it's spelt just like it is in the Bible? (laughs) That was just, that was too much for me. (laughs) 
they show up in the great in the best ways. They just show up and say, "Boom, here we are." Well, he probably thought I was crazy because I kept looking at his name and I I was thinking to myself while he was waiting on this woman that was in front of me. I was like, "Come on now, that can't be that kid's name," and it sure was. Yeah, the honey jar is in chapter four. Verses 11 through 16. I love it. And what you do is, and it tells you, it actually gives you the recipe. And, you know, pomegranates are real big. My nana uh, believed in, in, in pomegranates. I personally, I've used them a few times, um, but not a lot, and I use the juice. But I know that this works because I did make a jar. I followed this instruction because, like I said, I'm not going to say something that I know, you know, that I don't know that works. But if you'll make a, a honey jar, and like it, it tells you about the pomegranates, pour a little pomegranate juice in there, put you some spikenard, which is something that not many people use anymore. Mm, I love spikenard. Yes. <clears throat> That's very similar and to some, lavender. Uh, saffron, is that how you say that? Saffron? Mm-hmm. Yeah, saffron, yeah. Mm-hmm. And some calamus and cinnamon and a pinch of frankincense and some myrrh. Now, I didn't have the aloe, so I did not add that to, to the jar that I made. And then you, you take and you burn your petition um, and you put the photo of of the the target, so to say, if you will take the the honeycomb, you can get the honey, and this is an old trick. Get the one with the honeycomb in it. Pull the cone out. Mash the cone. Now, it's going to be all gummy and stuff, but that's okay. Mash it, and you can put your target inside that cone. Make the cone into a little ball, and then stick that in your honey jar, and that works really, really well, real well. <laughs> I love it. That that honey jars work brilliantly. I've done I've done that honey jar spell myself and other people Try have as well. Try it with syrup, Jackie. Try it with syrup. Honey jars huh. work good, but because Except honey molasses. runs slow. No molasses. No molasses. No mola- oh, no molasses. No, no, no molasses. No um, molasses. In Kabbalah, um, molasses would not be used in any form of magic because of the fact that it, you know, unless you want to stop somebody in their tracks, make their feet sticky. You see, Storm, what is this with me and you, honey? Because that's because <laughs> it Unless yep. you're giving it to La Madama as an offering. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but you don't you don't want to. You want to use either like um, maple or um, uh, uh, an attractor type of you know something. Even even uh, grandma's pancake you know uh, syrup. Uh, anything that's going to sweeten something up in regards to that type of a spell. I have um, done honey honey jar work or sweet jar. Just call them a sweet jar. Yeah, sweet jar. Um, for people who have been bothering me. Mm-hmm. And and what I do is I just use it to balance it out. Whatever you're mad about, just you love you love other things about me more, so you can just go away. And I've used that to balance it out. And I laugh I laugh all the time, Star, because I say I'm just a lazy witch because I don't want to work that hard. So I'm right. going to go the easiest route possible. Mm-hmm. But that's whatever. Go, ain't it? Why break a sweat if you don't have to? 
Amen. <laughs> just right. If I can, if I can dangle something shiny in front of somebody and they leave my life because they move on to something better, that's a much easier. That's, that's so much easier than trying to push them out. Yep, while they're I agree. standing their ground. And, and you know, Jackie, I don't push. I hammer. And 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 I'm gonna give y'all a little secret. The best way to stop somebody that's messing with you like that is to take just their photo or their name. Put it on the floor, and hopefully you have hardwood floors, and just put uh, four of those little nail tacks, one in each corner, boom. You uh-huh. will never hear from them again. That's <laughs> it. They're gone. They're blocked. They're nailed down, and they have to move on. They, they, they can't keep messing with So, So what do you do? Just leave them there until it's all worn off? If you go look in my office right now, there's a big rock in there that probably weighs about five pounds. One of the things that you may also want to do in regards to that little love jar spell um, is take yourself a magnet, okay? Stick oh, it I into that, that honey jar, and then basically you take that magnet out then, and then when you're around the person the next time, like their car or something, you can just stick that, that magnet like underneath uh, the, the, uh, the tail of the car, and it will hold that to it. I prefer magnets over lodestones, by the way. Oh, yeah, I do too. I do too, Storm, and what a <laughs> tricky little thing you are. Now, see, you done taught me something. I would have never thought of that, and I'm pretty tricky with my work. I would have never so, thought of that, though. I like that. Do you prefer the magnets over lodestones because magnets are just that much more powerful? Well, because I, that's what I was taught to use first, I guess, I assume. Yeah. I, I was do taught love to magnets. Use magnets. I didn't learn about lodestones until uh, Dr. Lovebug convinced me to use them. I, but I mm-hmm. still prefer magnets. I keep it by the just, strip. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> right? they're powerful. They're powerful. Right? Um. So give us give us something else, um, something Thank anything that pops. Go ahead. Go ahead, Jackie. I was gonna say whatever's popping into your head now, and somebody something wants. Well, I'm so looking ahead. at the rest of this song of Solomon. You know, some folks don't know how to um, interpret what they read in the Bible. It just doesn't click with them, right? Mm-hmm. If you have. Uh, Someone, uh, your lover, your husband, whatever, that thought they were going somewhere uh, and you decided that you truly wanted them, uh, chapter 7, verse 10 through 13 in the Song of Solomon um, will help bring them back. Also, if you have another woman who is trying to step into your your life, into your business, uh, where they don't belong, chapter 8, verse 6 through 7, and that works, and it works quickly, very quickly, hmm. yes. And, you know, <laughs> we were talking about, um, like, protection with St. Michael, right? You know, sometimes right. no matter what you try to do, uh, there's always going to be somebody that's going to try to just stay on you, no matter wh- how nice you try to be, no matter how sweet they just can't leave you alone, right? Right. So right. and what happens is you get the Bible and you look in Jeremiah chapter 15, verses 15 through 17, and you take a purple candle and you write their name in the wax. 
And on that candle, you write the words, the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want, right? Mm -hmm. And then you light that candle and you call their name out and you pray this 15 through 17 over them. And what that does is it delivers you, gives you deliverance uh, from their harassment. This is and that power- work takes care of them quickly. Like and this real is some really people. powerful stuff because this is what has been working for centuries. Exactly. Centuries this has been working. So I, there's no reason why it wouldn't work for you now. Oh, it's going to work, baby. It's just that folks are turned off by the idea of right. the church. And I can't right. say and that so, I blame them. But you know right. why? This, this, this is older than the church. Yes, it's a, this, all this is much, that's much older it. Than older than the yeah. church, and you cannot let what people, their influences, forget all about that. Who cares what the right. preacher says on Sunday morning? You know, get in this Bible and find the work that's going to help you. Because my Bible book, I barely touched the surface. Right. The surface. In that book, there is so much more uh, that so can many, be done. And you know, when we were talking said. about healing uh, in Hosea, and I think I'm saying that right. You know, my country uh, accent, half the time <laughs> I don't know what I'm saying. But Hosea, uh, chapter 6, verses 1 through 3. If you have someone that's ill and you're trying to do a long-distance cleansing on them, healing. Mm-hmm. Cleansing and healing is the same thing. If you cleanse somebody and they're ill, it's going to help with the healing, right? Mm-hmm. But you can pray this over a white visual that you've taken and cleaned their photo off with, right? Um, and while you're cleaning them off, uh, you know, you pray and ask God to help uh, to remove whatever is there. Whatever illness is there, take it off and put it into the candle, right? And then you light that candle, set it on top of their head, because, again, our head controls us, right? Your right. head first and then your heart, maybe. With me, that's the way it works. And then you set that candle on top and you just pray this. And if you do it, consistently, and I say three times a day, morning, noon, and night, um, in a couple of days, they will start feeling better. It w- it helps also if you can get them to pray it while you're right. doing the work on your end. That helps right. also. And you know Isaiah 41 is the best blockbuster you're ever going to get. That will <laughs> That will remove everything. You know, we are out of time, my friend. Oh, my Lord. We ran this whole 90 minutes that fast. So before before we go off the air, I just want to let everybody know, to get more information on Mama Star, go to oldstyleconjure.com, and um, there's a plethora of information, and there's work that she can help you do, and it's worth every second there. And thank you, everybody, for joining us this afternoon. You can listen to us every single Tuesday at 4 p.m. on the East Coast, 1 p.m. on the West Coast. To reach Storm Off the Air, you can go to Psychic Friends Now or go to his fan page on Facebook, which is Astro Gossip. 
visit our uh, show website, keepitmagic.com. To find me off the air, you can find me at coventrycreations.com. And um, where, you know, we just have lots of stuff for you between all these websites. So just spend a day. Just bring your platinum card, buy all kinds of things. So thank you all for coming and joining us within the show. Next week we're bringing Christian Day on, and we're going to talk about... um, Necromancy. Right. Just the way Storm said it. Yeah, necromancy. Necromancy. <laughs> um, for the rest of us, we know it's necromancy. Which, which is basically. We're going to call up the witch indoor. Let's wait, Allah. Yeah. So it's going to be a great show next week, and I can't wait to see you then. And what do they have to do, Storm? They need to keep it magic. <laughs>